Welcome to the Spiritual Piggy Podcast with your hosts, Jessica Gaines and Noodle the Pig. On this podcast, we will discover what it means to live a wildly surrendered life, wholly connected to inner peace, while having the courage to get dirty and play full out on this amazing, magical playground we call Earth. Hi, I'm Jessica Gaines, animal communicator, intuitive channel, soul coach, and energy healer. My co-host and pet pig Noodle is a wise teacher, powerful joy igniter, and a master at playing in other dimensions while being fully grounded here on earth. We will explore the journey of spiritual awakening. I will channel Noodle as often as he would like the mic, sharing his perspective, interviewing guests, and participating in roundtable discussions. Welcome to the Spiritual Piggy Podcast. Let's play. Noodle butt. Hello, friends. So this week's episode is actually an interview of Noodle and I that was conducted by two amazing humans named Lance and Jamie. They are the hosts for a YouTube channel called More of Us at More of Us 1111. I'm going to read you the description of their mission around this YouTube channel. Welcome to More of Us. Regardless of what we may choose to call this period of time in our history, it's hard to deny a great many of us are experiencing profound awakenings, realizations that our reality is not what we believed it to be. For the soul seeking deeper truths, our findings, experiences, and new beliefs vary greatly, but a common thread we found is a desire to connect with other like-minded humans and confirm we are not alone. There are far more of us than there are those who have sought to keep humanity and the human spirit asleep. In the honor of the ancient, sacred tradition of storytelling, it is our sincere desire to provide the awakening with a space to share their experiences of a transformation, healing, and hope. If you'd like to be a guest on More of Us and bring your story to light, send us an email with a brief description of the story you'd like to share at moreofus1111 at gmail.com. So, uh, yeah, just sit back and I hope that you enjoy the interview. Bye. Welcome to more of us where we help brave awakening souls, bring their stories to light. And with each voice, we affirm that we are the ones we've been waiting for. I'm your host, Lance. And I'm Jamie. Today we have two storytellers. First, there's Jessica, an animal communicator, an intuitive channel, a soul coach, and an energy healer. Also joining the conversation is Jessica's roommate and co-host, Noodle the Pig. Together they share a mic for the Spiritual Piggy podcast where Jessica channels Noodle and brings his wisdom to the world. So using Jessica's words, Noodle is a wise teacher, a powerful joy igniter, and a master at playing in other dimensions while being fully grounded here on earth. So first, I'd like to introduce Jessica. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here with you all today. Welcome, Jessica. We're, I can't tell you how excited we both are for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. It's like all my Charlotte's Web's fantasy is coming true. I'm pretty stoked. So speaking of piggies, would you mind introducing us to Noodle? Yes. We. So I have to take you to him. He is out doing his normal routine right now. So he's out in the backyard eating grass. So we're going to take a little field trip so we can 
meat noodle. And I, I can't leave Beanie out. There's, there's Hi, Beanie. A... Hey, oh, Beanie. Little old Beanie. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here he is. Noodle bug. Noodle butt. Hi, Noodle. Hey. Welcome to more of us, Noodle. Yay. <laughs> oh my God, he's there so cute. He he's pretty Noodle little. I, yeah. He's like a good sized pig. Yeah, he is. Perfect pet pig size. <laughs> oh my God, he's so, oh my God. Are you kidding me? So cute. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. He had to see Noodle. <laughs> Is that as big as Noodle will get, or, or is yeah, he full grown? Yeah, he is. Uh, he'll be six in December, so he's full grown. Yeah, he is much smaller than a lot of mini pigs, and technically, a mini pig can be up to three hundred pounds. Um, so he, I think he's like maybe eighty, eighty-five pounds. He's one of the smaller ones for sure. Yeah, that's a perfect size. You kind of never know what you're going to get when you buy a pig. Yeah, um, I've seen because I wanted a pig for years and I, I'm still going to get a pig at some point. But yeah, you never know what you're going to get. I've seen videos where like I got a toy pig and it's 250 pounds and lives in the barn now. Yeah, it's a little bit genetics. It's a little bit what you feed them. And it's also who you're buying from, because like anything else, they got popular and then people are selling pigs that aren't actual breeds that are mini pigs. And then you end up with a, you know, big pig. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Definitely. So I listened to a couple of your podcasts over the last couple of days. And, you know, I noticed a few things that were really beautiful. Um, it seems as though you celebrate the consequences of both joy and grief. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you bring this emphasis into play, which is just so lovely, because a lot of us forget to spend time to play, like, oh, we're not kids anymore. But um, it's so important. And I just love how you bring that up over and over again and you embody a childlike wonder in the messages that you share that I just find so endearing I really appreciate that about you and I encourage anyone to check out your podcast because it's it's excellent I was telling you earlier it's kind of like is that space between just your um a regular type of spiritual podcast and a guided meditation it's somewhere in the middle of the two so I was trying to I was telling you I was trying to drive earlier and I kept kind of spacing out I was like oh I got to sit down and listen to this so uh it's a good relaxing uh place to tune in thank you so um you have so many facets to what you bring in as a light worker and Lance and I are both really interested in all of that but I thought a good place to start would be where and when you became an animal communicator how that started for you. Yeah. So gosh, um, I have been on my conscious spiritual awakening journey since, um, the end of 2016, um, when I began discovering what channeling even means and really to me channeling, I mean, you can use, there's so many words for it, but to me, that means connection, the conscious connection to all and setting the intention of that connection and allowing whatever information wants to come through and believing it, like allow giving yourself the permission. It's like tuning into your heart rather than your head, setting the intention, connecting and allowing yourself to tune up, turn up the senses that we don't normally use. Um, so for animal communication in particular, I got, I got interested in, I started following the breadcrumbs from spirit 
regarding channeling. And I knew that that was a, a soul's desire because I was fascinated by it. And animal communication in particular, you know, I, animals are part of my soul signature. I mean, I have been connected to animals my whole life since I was little and animals do have this magical, powerful ability to bring you into childlike wonder. And that's why I say noodle is a powerful joy igniter. That is extremely powerful that your simple existence can bring people into deep presence that immediately when they see him, it's like you forget what problems you had. You've got a smile on your face. Like you're a five-year-old that is power. That is powerful presence. And so when I, when I first took my first animal communication course, that's what really opened my channel for me, because I think before that I was still letting it be a little bit too serious. And when you're channeling, especially in the beginning, you know, the, the frequencies where spirit meets us to where, you know, spirit's always there with us, but for us to access it a little easier, our vibration to get higher translates into joy, curiosity, play, magic. And so that is where we can hear and we can turn up those senses a little bit more. And for me, animals, they were just, they're already so open. They're doing it all of the time and they don't have a filter on their brain telling them it's not real like humans do. And so it, it allowed it to be fun and playful and curious. And it just opened the floodgates for me. And I, and I was, I was just so fascinated and in love with it. And I, I know that I'm a bridge for animals and humans. So animals will always be a part of this for me and noodle in particular. I know we'll get to this, but I mean, he is just such a wise, wise guide. Um, and for him to have this platform, to be able to share his wisdom with the world, we're both really excited about. So did you have noodle when you started studying to be an animal intuitive? Was he already part of your family? I did. So um, I left a 17 year relationship. I left um, my ex-husband and I separated in the end November of 2016. And the first year that I was on my own, I, you know, I, I think it, it was definitely my inner 12 year old that was like, I can do whatever I want. I'm getting a pig. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what that's I did. So, <laughs> and so, yeah, I had no idea about any of this. And now, you know, it's just so beautiful the way the universe works. It's such a symphony. And if we could zoom out and really see all of it, our minds like couldn't even comprehend. So when I look back now and see the synchronicities of what brought us together, it's just, it's really, really beautiful. And so I just wanted a pig. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to doing it. <laughs> So I got the universe, I've had a the universe already knew exactly. that, that, that was your time to get a pig. And really noodle knew. I mean, when we first met, they pigs have this, um, they do this thing where it's like they're breathing in your scent and they do it with one another. And they only do it when they're, it's very vulnerable and trusting for them. And the first time I picked him up, he did it to me. And I didn't know what it was at the time. And the person, you know, that I was purchasing noodle from was like, oh, that that's, very rare They're, he's like she's like wow he's already bonding with you <laughs> oh he picked so you he knew. yeah he knew. maybe he even put the idea to get a pig in the first place in your head where he's like you need it i mean really you know truly like because in the eternal literal time our linear timeline does not exist so a hundred percent that's possible and i realize even the way i came up with his name 
I didn't even come up with it. It was just there. I had been calling the dogs noodle as a nickname. And I had the revelation the other day that that was already coming into my energy field. He was already coming into my energy field. And before I even knew that I was going to be getting him. And so the word noodle was just coming up. (laughs) Yeah, there's, there's, there's no way that, that your two souls didn't have this planned long ago. Right. Truly. I mean, really, it's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So, so when you, when you say that you're awakening, uh, kind of the 2016 was when this started, you mean spiritual journey as a whole or, or, or animal intuitive journey? No, I mean, spiritual journey as a whole. Um, I would say in 2012, 2013 is when things started to crumble for me a bit where I began looking for something more. Um, I was, I am an addict. I was heavily addicted to alcohol, heavily addicted to Adderall and it was the, the beginning of the crumblings into surrender. And so through this past six years, as I have released alcohol, Adderall, I released an addiction to media and TV and streaming as I've, I've released coffee, as I've released all of these things, I could get clearer on what my soul was excited about. And as I, it all happened simultaneously, as I would begin release, even before I gave up alcohol, the, the, the change in vibration was happening and I was finding channeling and I was finding all of these things I was interested in. And for the first time, this true connection I was getting, I wanted to go towards that and alcohol and drugs were taking me away from it. And it was like, it finally wasn't holding anything for me anymore. And the first thing I, well, first thing I surrendered, my first addiction really was my ex-husband. <laughs> the next <laughs> one was alcohol. Um, yeah, because I was severely codependent and intermeshed. Uh, you know, if it wasn't him, I would have chosen him a million times over. So we definitely, that was part of both of our soul growths to be together. Oh, <laughs> That was a lot. I know that was a lot. I, yeah, I, 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 I got 10 questions I could throw out. I didn't no, want to throw I'm sorry. I was, I, I was looking because I thought Lance had something. And so I was didn't want to interrupt. I, I, didn't, and then I, nothing didn't, happened. I didn't want to jump ahead. I get in trouble for jumping way ahead. Uh, you do. So. Uh, well, uh, what question? You, you want to go ahead and just answer a question? I was going to bring up channeling soon, like ha- having her channel noodle and then move on to her other uh, gifts and abilities. But we are talking about her. What, what, what do you want to bring in, man? Uh, well, the the I, I the I the question that I had was was uh about the noodle relationship. So, so you uh, so you you wake into the spirit and and go down the channeling path, and then wh- uh, where does where does your relationship go with with noodle at at that point? Where, so how's that develop? That's a good question. I don't know if any uh, if I've put it together really until now. Nobody's asked it in that way. Um. One of the first intuitive coaches that I worked with when I didn't even know what that word meant, I didn't even know what intuitive and channeling and all of that was. And I still work with her. I've worked with her the longest. I work with her off and on. She would channel noodle would just pop in for her. And that got me fascinated. I didn't even, I'm like, what? It it didn't, I I didn't know what. (laughs) And she would say, oh my gosh, he thinks it's hilarious that he came here as a pet pig. Like he is so proud of himself 
that it's just, he gets to be whatever he wants. It's just a blip in time. And he thinks it's hilarious that he's here as a pet pig. And from there, again, it's like my soul just pulled me the animal communication class. Um, we would partner up with one another and several of the students would channel noodle and things came through there on one of the sessions. He literally put um, my friend Sarah in his body and, and she was describing the rugs that we had in our house. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, he loves rugs. He just goes from rug to rug. I'm like, that's a hundred percent. Cause he slides on the hardwood floor. And she said, he wants you to move the rugs around because he loves the texture and he loves to lay on them and he loves to stand on them and he loves to sit on them. And it was fascinating. And the, really it's the more I said, yes, the deep it's the deeper the relationship got. And even just saying yes to doing this podcast with him, it's like, what happens when you say yes, doors begin to open that couldn't have opened before. Once you're on step three and four, doors begin to open that just weren't possibilities at door one. And so the more I connect with him, the easier it is. He's here immediately and he's showing me how he teaches. His energy is so deep and wise and eternal that when you connect, it's like if you fall into it, you're in deep stillness. But at the same time, it's going at the speed of light. So if my brain tries to catch up, it feels too fast. The moment I let go of that, it's deep stillness. It's both of the things. And yet he's here. He he's a, he was a monk in a previous lifetime. He's here as a pig, which is like the most grounded thing you can be. He's in the mud. He's close to the ground. And so it's this, he's yeah, they literally are this, they have with the snout. They're so like their faces in the ground, like everything yes. is ground. Yes. So he, like, he is playing with the juxtaposition of life and those extreme polarities. I just, it's so beautiful. So, um, so one, wait, one sec. I'm going to ask real quick about, um, the, is noodle, uh, can animals reincarnate into, is, is this soul? It can go into animals or humans. So he could have come here as a beetle or a human if he wanted to. So I've been asking him about that. I've been channeling on that and there's, Again, there's so many different perspectives. With humans, we try to put things in like, it's this or this, and it's literal. So to answer your question, yes, we can come back in all forms. I think it can, I don't want to say it's rare. I think it's not, I think in the past, in our human history, there was somewhat of a progression of going from rock to plant to animal, to human, but that's all been accelerated. And it's almost as if, as humans evolved in their understanding, that has changed because really, you know, we, it's like, we thought that there was this evolutionary scale and there's not really animals are much high, more high vibrational beings than we are. And so, gosh, it's hard to, it's hard to put into, I channeled horses at one point and what they showed me wild horses, I could feel the herd of wild horses. And in that moment, they showed me how they almost have one big collective soul 
that moves in between the whole herd. And then when they choose to incarnate, it's like when they want to experience the individualization of that soul, they move closer to humans. They move closer to humans, which then moves them more into personality because they choose it. And so with Noodle in particular, yes, he's been human. He's been, he's been all of the things. Um, and I think the same for us. I mean, I think in between lives, you can be a star. You, you, like, I think that we had this idea that there was some evolutionary scale and that's all been mixed up because you're, you're just seeing God from a different, per it's like turning a gem and you're seeing everything from a different perspective. And yeah. so from my own experience with channeling, my dishwasher has just as much life. You know, a rock has just as much to teach me as a book, as noodle, as a human. It, it sounds like, uh, like, like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the law of one and levels of density. Hmm. It, uh, it's, it's the, they describe it on the law of one channelings. Uh, uh, they, this lady, I forget the lady's name, Channeling Ra, uh, but but she describes consciousness in, in densities. The the first density is 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 like rocks, inanimate objects. That's the lowest density. And as you move up the the density scale, and and they kind of this uh, describe it as as like this is the best way that that our, our from our perspective, our little minds can understand it. But it's uh, it's kind of as you describe it's it's not it's not uh, the, the it's not quite as as rigid as that may sound that those right. levels of density yeah and, and so i i just wanted to say that that i i find it kind of humorous that six and and i mean this with all due respect six years ago is when your awakening started kind of like mine and if you'd asked me before if i would be talking to a lady about channeling a pig <laughs> i thought that that that's that's crazy. If, if, uh, no, no way. If you'd asked me if I'd be talking about it, I would have said that's crazy. <laughs> but, but then six years later, I'm, I'm listening to your podcast with, with absolutely no doubt as to what's going on. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what like the logistics of it. Uh, <laughs> See, if someone so would have asked me six years ago, I would have been like, "Sign me up!" And <laughs> what do I do to deserve that? <laughs> I'm so stoked today. The channel of the pig. <laughs> we got. I got some questions for that pig. So, 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 so that we're we're all uh, eternal spiritual beings having temporary human experiences at the moment, and 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 so when you think about uh, noodle, there, there's noodle the 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 organic species kind of in his cage right now. Uh, but then there's there's the the soul, the consciousness, uh, and uh, kind of taking on that that awareness at the moment. And when when you say that that the his consciousness has incarnated uh, at at this time as a pig, but has been many other things. What what, what do you think of him as? Do you think of him as the animal, the pig, or do you think of him as the wise consciousness? <laughs> I think of him as, as both really, which I think is what's so beautiful about holding, you know, the non-dualistic uh, perspective of that. I, part of my work here on this planet is holding the full spectrum, 
like my partner actually is a huge uh, barbecue competitor, which is, <laughs> I mean, that's Ironic. a, that is a, that is a polarity that in our, you know, I love him to pieces and he is in love with cooking. And that's a polarity in our household that I hold very loosely. So it, that's a great question. When I channel noodle, the layers come through some, and really what tends to happen is he brings through what's going to be the most potent message. So you can channel the layer of him as the pig. You can channel the layer of him as the soul and the higher dimension. Um, when I see him, I see both. And a friend of mine who would channel him a lot, who brought through the monk, she only really connected with him channeling. And every once in a while she would see him and she would see me like call him buddy or call him a little nickname. And she's like, I can't get over you calling him these names when I know he's this wise old man. Like noodle, like noodle butt. Yeah, yeah like noodle butt. Yeah, she would just, it was like, so she would have that experience that you're talking about, Lance, because she's like, this is hilarious to me because I see the wise old man and you're, you know, calling him noodle butt. <laughs> well, I think now's a good time to bring in, would you mind um, channeling noodle for us yeah, or okay. with us? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I have a couple questions for him. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Nobody. <laughs> so laughing always just, it just happens immediately. It clears and raises my vibration. It just happens immediately. It's one of my clearing methods. Okay. What do you want to... <laughs> So I had, I had three questions come to me. Actually, I wrote down like 20, but I narrowed it down. Um, <laughs> I was having way too much fun today. I was talking to Noodle today. Um, so first of all, does Noodle like the shirt I'm wearing? Did he have a chance to see it? Because I work <laughs> for him. He's showing me swirling colors. He sh <laughs> he's showing me, he definitely likes it. He's showing me now he's in a tie-dye long sleeve shirt and he's got like a parade baton and he's like, walking around like it's a parade so that's a yes <laughs> okay cool so the, my next question is what are his thoughts on humans eating meat um you know especially the way that we tend to the animals that we grow and I say that word loosely grow so the first thing that came through that made me laugh is he sometimes gets the grease from the smoker in the backyard and he would like it tastes good to me. <laughs> he so before I he's very okay. Ask the question again. Pigs, question are, again. pigs are omnivores, so he, well, and he's very so ask the question again because that was the first thing that came through, and the rest of it feels what are his thoughts on humans eating meat? Uh, especially the way that we tend to the animals we grow for food. Specifically, I had an image in my mind today of it's awful, but uh, a mother pig and her, her piglets being pulled from her. Right now he's showing me. It's like if you were watching a movie screen and you're seeing everything go in, in fast motion and he's showing me the piglets and he's showing me blood and he's showing me life and death and he's showing me that nature is very, um, there's a lot of blood and life and death and cruelty in nature. Hold on. It just goes so fast. 
Mm. Let me fine tune my question. Sometimes I'm concerned that eating the meat with the way we grow it, it that we're eating fear rather than something we've hunted or, or dies in a more dignified way. I guess I'm w- wondering about the thoughts on farming. So uh, give me a fear. minute. It, it, cause the, I got to get under the energy layers because there's sure. a lot there. And Sorry, I don't want to overwhelm. No, that's okay. Hold on. He's showing this as, it's like he's not even giving me the words and he usually gives me the words. It feels like holding it all very loosely. It's like I'm wanting to grasp onto the words and he's just bringing me into stillness. He's holding it very loosely. He's holding such an unconditional love for humanity. And he's showing everyone learning in the process. And he's showing there's like a symbiotic agreement between animals and humans at this time where animals are natural teachers for us. They're teaching us. They're sacrificing their lives to teach us and their lives can cycle through so quickly. (laughs) And he's also showing how the question you have about eating the energy of fear, he's showing one that can be a bit of a projection and two, he's showing You get to be empowered around that energy. You get to bring life to that energy. (laughs) As you consume it, you get to bring joy and life. And he's showing it like, (laughs) he's showing it like that animal gets to live through you. And it's, again, it's just, it's turning the gem of another perspective. The energy of that animal gets to experience itself and God through you and through your body. (laughs) The cells of it, the energy of it. It's all cycling through. He's just showing, holding it all so loosely. And that lessons are being learned in the destruction is transformation. Lessons are being learned eternally and that killing is happening all of the time and there's no way to get around it and it's holding that loosely that killing is transformation that death is transformation and our intention around it is where our work is and they're they are bringing that to us so that intention of our work is in our faces And that will keep happening until we learn the lesson we need to learn for growth. It's like a, it's like constant sacrificing, but not in a victim-y way. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a choice. It's all happening for us, all of it. 
and they're bringing this lesson to us in our faces and it will happen over and over and over until we learn the lesson. It's so big. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's Thank beautiful. You. you know, I was a vegetarian for years, a vegan for years. I did a lot of it. I eat meat now. So I was just asking those more of just just a curiosity. I'm like, if I'm going to ask an animal a question, that's going to be one of them. Cause I I'm such an animal advocate and watching some of these farming documentaries, it almost made me pass out, but that was just really beautifully put. And it made so much sense to me and brought me a sense of peace. So thank you. Yeah. I have one more question. It's a little silly. Okay. Uh, we're not silly, but it's not so serious. So, um, any thoughts on human creativity? Has he ever enjoyed a movie or a piece of art or a, a piece of music? Oh my God. He's like, why haven't I enjoyed art? Why aren't you taking me to art? <laughs> <laughs> or just admired an object that a human made, you know? Does he have any That's awareness of that question. sort of thing or interest? So the, the first thing he is showing me is how much he enjoys certain grasses in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing this like certain way that it feels in his mouth when he is chewing. <laughs> He's showing me oh, what it feels like to have mud in between his hooves and how good it feels. He's showing me how intense his sensation is. It's intense to us because we're not present. He's present. Let me ask him about music. Hmm. he's bringing me to <laughs> so there are songs that I sing to him that are very meditative for both of us and he immediately lies down and closes his eyes and he's asking me to play him more music for us to be together and to play he wants to hear instrumental he's showing me <laughs> he's showing me pianists he wants to hear Bach he wants to hear yeah he wants us to experience that together so he's asking me to do that let me ask him about paintings mm, he's showing he would experience the painting as the texture he would like to see he would like to do this to the paintings because that's how he that's how he experiences things um, the most, uh, more than the visual. Mm -hmm. so he wants to get in there and feel it. He wants to, he's showing like a, a painting with lots of texture that he gets to feel the ridges. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Who needs it. art when you've got mud and grass? <laughs> My friend had a pet pig growing up. This pig was so smart. It was like a, like smarter than a dog. And he used to like to watch television. Like he would get up there and fully be watching television. He'd have his little arm up on the sofa. And yeah, so I know that. And I've seen dogs watch TV. So I was just curious if that was his jam. Yeah, yeah usually when the TV's on, he's in the, he likes to be on the couch, either completely under the covers with a snout out or his <laughs> snout in and like the rest of him out. So he's usually not interested in uh what's going on on the screen <laughs> well tell noodle thank you for answering those questions for me i really appreciate it thank you buddy okay <laughs> my uh this guy got to watch or listen to three of the the podcasts and my thoughts were that uh i loved it actually <laughs> 
Uh, I thought you were, I thought you were authentic uh, throughout the the whole thing, and and really, I thought you were actually the. I, I loved Noodle, of course, but I I thought you, your your commentary. I thought uh, you put together a nice uh, a, a nice podcast, a nice message. Personally, I thought I thought you were a great part of it as well. But that was my thoughts on it. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, make a good I, team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this podcast for me, um, it's a couple of things. You know, we're bringing it to the world to experience all of the things that life can bring, like it gets to be fun. It gets to be playful. You get to be an imagination. You get imagination is another dimension that we exercise to get to these other dimensions, to really see, hear, feel, touch, taste them. And it's all about surrendering, but how do you do it in this way where you get to fully be in this life and fully be human and get dirty and have fun and do the things and then for me, it's really a journey of evolving being a storyteller, being able to articulate even better, um, the journey of channeling and holding all of that energy and being able to transmit it in a way that's pleasurable and enjoyable and clear for the receiver. So this is a journey as much for me as it is for anyone listening. I don't know where this is going. You know, this is evolving in real time. <laughs> we, we we can relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> we sure can. So tell me a little bit about your work as an intuitive channel. I know I mean, you and I had a session and it was lovely, but I'd like to hear you talk about what you do. Yeah. So yeah, we, I support animals and animal communication as we've been talking about. And then I also support humans. Um, so oh, my work with humans, you know, I'm a spiritual mentor. I'm a guide. There's a few ways to work with me and then I'll describe what those are. You know, there's, there are the channeling sessions, which is a hybrid of channeling and coaching. And what we're doing is bringing clarity. Really my main, my main purpose is to reveal to you who you really are. Like, what do you want to do in this life? How do you want to be empowered? What do you want to experience? And how do you bring that forth? So supporting and guiding you and bringing that clarity forth. Um, looking at challenges and blocks that you may be feeling where I can read the energy and mirror back things that you might not be seeing where you can things that you're saying to me, but I'm just bringing it through in a different way where you can really see it. And as you're in, you know, I hold of higher vibration to where when we're in that space together, when you begin to raise your vibration the world looks different to you. Options become available to you that you just couldn't see in denser versions of yourself. And so that's that's the work together. There's single sessions. I have a four month journey right now and then um, a group program that we'll, we'll go into the details of later. Um, I really love, I just love supporting people in discovering themselves. And that it, you know, 
evolve, getting safe in your body. It's like getting safe in your body so that you can begin to empower yourself with your thoughts and really change your reality with our minds are beautiful tools that we get to use, but it's such a superhuman computer that it can overtake and overpower us until we learn how to play with it and use it as a tool. And so the safer you get in your body, the more you can play with your mind and you can really create your reality. Yeah. I experienced that with my session with you. There was the, the, there was some guilt and shame with a divorce that I was entering into. And you took me, you were able to put like my therapist that I've had for a decade, couldn't even do that. But you brought me to this, like a place of forgiving myself and forget like him forgiving me. And it was beautiful. I think you sort of tapped into the Akashic records, if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm. um, at that time. And it was like, I could, I could feel it. And it was something that stuck with me for weeks. So I thank didn't have a chance you. to say thank you about that, but it was, it was ex- the exact help I needed at a time. And it was a gift. Your the session with you was a gift from a friend that knew that I needed it. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And then it just, it blew my mind. So I'm looking forward to another session with you. We gotta, gotta get thank me on your books. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you describe is, is kind of how I look at the world now I, during the pandemic uh, when, when. Uh, everyone was locked down. That was what I was doing was meditating and figuring out what you just described. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, I, th- I think of it like that, that the perspective from the higher vibration, that's the point of the higher vibration uh, is, is from there, the world just looks different. So yeah. the, the, if you focus on getting there first and then looking at the world, the world just looks better and you see uh, doors open that, that you couldn't otherwise. I completely yeah. agree with that. And so you you do this one-on-one and help other people to come to that same realization. Yeah, one-on-one. And then I just started a 12-month um, group program called Surrender to Soul that I'm really excited about. It just is starting this this month. It's the first month. There's three-day live master classes every month. Um, and then you can also watch the, the recording is available forever. So you can either catch it live or be on the recording. There's quarterly group, um, hot seat coaching. And then there's, um, there's going to be two group Akashic record reading and healing sessions. Um, so that lasts for 12 months and it's the investments, $555, which I feel like is like, that's a good deal. Yeah. (laughs) I love it for me because it's a spiritual practice and I get to continue to invite people all year long as this is happening. Um, and it's a way to experience one. It's just, it's a way to experience one another. And it's a, these masterclasses are going to be amazing. I mean, it's, it's, they, there's a focus for each of them. You can find them on the pin post for my Facebook and my Instagram um, and it's really taking you through a journey of up-leveling all areas of your life and shifting your energy, like shifting into more empowerment, into full expression. And, you know, Jamie and I, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Part of my journey also has been, you know, it's not all about the light. The reason the light feels so good is when you're not afraid of the darkness. And oh, sister. yeah, I mean it's been the hardest parts have been learning how to just sit in being uncomfortable. And it it's like this boogeyman that's not there because when you can sit in it and allow it to just move through you, it's so much faster than when you run from it for years. 
or or you fight yeah. it, or if you or yeah. resistance uh, uh, prevents the energy from passing through. Yeah, yeah. Surrender. Yeah, it's like I'm still learning what that word means. And another, we were talking about this a little bit. Um, it, you know, even this week, there's been this major shift for me, where. I've been connecting with earthworms and they've been showing me how to be in the void and it's so blissful in the void. And yet we want to, I want to pop out. I want to pop out. I got ADHD. I'm like, it's hard to sit still. And I got to, I'm in this place where I'm more peaceful than I've ever been. The inside of my body feels different. And then all of a sudden I could it's like I began to visualize and vision and statements were coming out of my mind. I'm getting into manifestation where you're truly saying statements and getting the trust into your cells, if that makes sense. Because conscious manifestation is all about actually feeling the energy of it, not just saying the statement. You know, affirmations are wonderful. It's a beginning point of just focusing the energy, but really it's about the beingness of it. And there's just been a new level for me of that just this week where all of a sudden everything looks different to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in a new body again. I'm noticing things in my house right before we got on here that it literally looks different to me. And it's just Where did so that couch come from? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just seeing, uh, you know, I could go into more detail. I won't because we would be on here all night. But like, and, and then you realize what the lessons are that are coming from that. And I'm, they're actually lessons that I just asked for a day and a half ago. And I'm like, oh, shit, these lessons are coming in very quickly now. It's like when you get connected, the lessons can come and the integration can happen like so quick. Whenever I channel, I get hot. So my cheeks are getting uh and I don't wear jewelry because it's like my it's too sensitive when I channel and you can see my cheeks get warm because I get yeah hot. you're all flushed up <laughs> yeah it's good. that's what happens when I channel so um honest like a little side question here do you, have you found in your work and um in your relationships in life have you found that more people are are waking up to that there's more to life than just what we see hundred percent. What I, what I have realized every time I have fear to share myself, the more I am authentically myself, it gives other people permission to do the same. And they are interested in having conversations with me and saying things to me that they haven't ever said to anyone else. I see people who are interested and engaged in my social media that are in my life, that are in roles in society that I would not think that they would be interested in any of this. And I would think that they would think I was a total weirdo and they are into it. At people are, you know, this beautiful thing has been happening where connection, people want connection, people want vulnerability. I noticed I don't watch sports. My boyfriend does. And I noticed even with sporting events, they're showing all these backstories of personal stories, like people want connection. And so hundred percent, I feel like across the board it can look all different ways because everyone's journey is different, but everyone is waking up in some form or fashion. Yeah, I agree with that. 
you're, you're helping the closet weirdos come out of the closet. <laughs> Truly, it's so fun. And it's like people you would never expect. And it shows me that the fear is not real. It's like the more you're your authentic self, your people find you. And you find it, it, abs- it, it comes through in this conversation and on your podcast. Uh, that's absolutely what I, what I, what I saw it was authenticity. You mm-hmm. weren't holding back. You were being completely you, uh, which I really appreciate. You know, I have found it's like, there's nothing left to do. There's nothing else to do. It's uninteresting to be anything else at this point. So it's like, I have given up so much. I have surrendered so much and nothing like it. It's so free. It feels so free. And I keep going to deeper and deeper layers of it. And it's like, fuck it. There's nothing else to do. It's too much work to try to be something you're not. It's exhausting. I can't do it. I can't do it. it so well, and then for so long, I didn't even know that I wasn't being myself, but I was covering it up. You know, I was like, coming yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. But so maybe something your... wasn't right, but I didn't know what it was. <laughs> that, that's your that's your wisdom. Fuck it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> So Lance, do you have a question for Jessica? A last question? The So I had a question, yes. Uh, so of all of uh, Noodle's wisdom, uh, is, is, is there, is there, is there, so I took, I took our last question and I actually am now just deciding to, 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 to twist it. The, the question that we usually ask is if, if you had one piece of advice for, uh, other awakening souls on their journey, what would it be? But but I guess maybe it's two kind of two questions because we have two guests. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thinking co-host. <laughs> I just came with that. <laughs> if, uh, does Noodle have uh one piece of advice that 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 maybe you've come across that you think would be yeah the he would second, want to share? He's very quick. So by the time we got to the third word of the question, he'd already come in with it. He goes, It's not that serious. That's what he, he's like. <laughs> He's like, it's not that serious. He's like, I came here as a pig. You can be anything you want. Just do it. You can be anything you want in this lifetime and the next lifetime and the next. It's all a game. It's all for play. It's all for fun. You can be anything you want. <laughs> and he is here as a full embodiment of that. <laughs> he he didn't use profanity, but he said the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, and then my yeah, advice yeah. would be to just be gentle with yourself. It's all working out. It's all working out. And to just love on yourself. It's all happening in exact perfect timing. You can't rush it and you can't slow it down. Truth. <laughs> Total truth. Yeah, great advice. We were on the, I was on the beach with some friends a few weeks ago at late at night and there was a bunch of kids having a party off on the beach and, and a couple of the teenagers was like in the middle of the night, they came and wandered over from their party all like on whatever. And they sat down with us old farts. And um, one of the kids looked at us and said, can you give me one piece of advice for my life? And I said, be nice to yourself. And like, he didn't quite wrap around it but then both kids it was like a little light went on 
And they're like, oh, okay. Cause you're so hard on yourself when you're a young person. And really a lot of people are throughout their lives, but that's uh that's an important thing to remember. Cause we're all so hard on ourselves, much harder than the rest of the world is on us even. Yeah. So thank you for that as a reminder coming around full circle there. All right. So Jessica, uh, your website is the joy uh, mm -hmm. that's, uh, the joy uh, i g n i t e r dot com uh, and you you also so you you talked a little bit about your twelve month program that uh, that you've got coming up uh, did, is there anything more that you wanted to add to that uh no just that you can you know you can message me on my website or you can find me on Facebook at Jessica dot Gaines G A I N E S dot Joy Igniter or on Instagram at Joy Igniter Jess, and both of those have a pinned post where it gives all the details of Surrender to Soul. And you can always message me for the details. And I will say, anybody who reaches out to me that said that they watched this, um, listened to this podcast, we can do like a 30-minute clarity call so you can get an idea of what it feels like to work with me and decide, you know, if you want to do any of the other options. Thank you. Thank you for offering yeah. that. And we'll have all of all of those links in the description section. So people okay. can easily find you. All right. Well, uh, I guess let Noodle Butt uh, know that we <laughs> appreciate his time today. <laughs> noodle Butt. Yeah. Thank and you, you too, so much. Jessica. Yeah, we yeah, appreciate we you so much, Jessica. That was that was fabulous. Yeah, yeah a lot of fun. Smiling. Lance and I have been all like giddy the last couple of weeks. Like <laughs> Jessica's coming up. <laughs> We're just like excited about the pig and yeah, uh, and you. You're just a delightful lady. So Thank I look forward you. to seeing you in awesome. the not so distant future. I'll get in your books. Thank I would you. do your program, but I'm in school right now. So <laughs> maybe I'll get the next round, but I'm definitely interested in doing, in doing that program. It sounds great. I was talking, you know, I'm friends with your cousin and we were just chatting about it the other day and it sounds fabulous. I'm going to check it out anyway, maybe for awesome. next round. Yeah. So, Thank thanks you. again. And we will talk to you soon. All right. Uh, thanks, good. Jessica. Bye. Bye.